Ooh, our fullbacks got lit up at the end of the game. They were tired around the 60, 70th minute. We usually fall apart, but end of the game, Cavallini especially was lighting up Mariba. Bay Area, stand up and let's be heard. This summit has been created by the people for the people. No more This is everything and anything San Jose Earthquake related. This is Aftershock. Let's start with this really big week for the Quakes. First, it starts off with a huge win in the Open Cup for Seattle Sounders, where Superman had a big time save. Also, an unsung hero for that match, Jack Skane. He went the full distance, scored the opening penalty, was very vital in the midfield for us, and scored his second penalty. So, big game for Matt Bersano and Jack Skane. We're also seeing the return of Yudsin as he played for Quakes 2 just a few minutes at the end. But we also saw Shea Salinas, who's been sometimes for Quakes 2, sometimes for us. Looks like he's still battling that injury in yield father time. But the two of them may be returning soon for us as well. The next draw for the US Open Cup has also come out and we'll be playing Sacramento Republic in Sacramento, which should seemingly be a free win as they have never beat us. And even though we only played them in preseason, we usually beat them by four or five. The big challenge is after that when we have to play one of the two Red Hot LA teams. Now this is really a tie that feels like a loss. This is a team that needs points in the earthquakes and we just dropped two on a very winnable game. Ah, God, it's very frustrating, but let's do a small game recap. One of the early things that I noticed was the Romady special was in full effect today and it really only worked for him. I noticed Ghoul was trying to do it, Gregoosh when he came on for Romady. But Romani just has that special talent of jumping in front of someone and winning a foul for us. And that defensive special, I thought he was great for us today in his few minutes. I loved the pattern play in all the goals, especially the final third, moving, passing and moving, dragging defenders along to open up spaces for others. This is a very simple stuff that I haven't seen from the Quakes and I'm seeing that we're actually capable of. So it's really great, especially when we have these, these high rated attacking players. It's great to see that we're moving forward and using their creativity, but also doing the simple things. The build up play for, this wasn't even a goal early on. We had Marie and Espinosa doing one twos. Then Montero got involved. Then he plays at Espinosa, who plays a perfect ball to the back post for Jabo. But then he he slots it perfectly. And the credit to the keeper, he comes up with a big time save. But I love that we're passing, moving, dancing around defenders, making it look easy. Just doing the simple stuff and then finding each other. It was a really good highlight of what was there to come. Build up for the first goal was great. And having Romedi off the field was really good because then we had Gregus, which allowed Yule and Montero to go a little bit higher or vice versa with Yule and uh, Gregus. Maybe Gregus should go a little higher. But then a lot of the time, Jabo makes great runs and then someone will cross the ball, usually Espinosa, and then it goes over him or around him. But then there's no one in that space. But this time we had Montero who was willing to go in as that extra man because we had it. And that's how we got the first goal. However, the downside was as soon as Romedi went out, counterattack after counterattack we weren't having someone carry the ball and win fouls for us we weren't having that covered defense so it was a real catch 22 situation for the quakes then the front four really shined for the next goal montero carrying the ball forward espinoza just letting it go kind of doing a dummy run kate cal driving at flow which i wish he would have done more and we'll get into that later and then jabo with whew, the most beautiful touch of the year to tap it in i mean like redirect it the far post that was absolutely beautiful and i want to see more of that direct playing going at defenders yes jt got beat at the near post but the shot was eight yards out and you know what he came over two big time saves i think around the 51st and the 61st minute so it's really hard to blame jt for any of the goals we conceded 
it was a really great game from him again he's showing up big time and so is matt barsano so it's really hard to argue one should be here over the other Ooh, our fullbacks got lit up at the end of the game they were tired around the 60 70th minute we usually fall apart but end of the game cavallini especially was lighting up marie but i thought they had a good game at the beginning but yeah, we need to figure out what happens around the 60 to 70th minute and how we can improve upon it. Their backs did well. I think they did well. I think they had good moments. I think in the first goal, it was probably, I don't want to say mostly their fault, but they should have stepped. I think Cavallini was a handful and Calvo got exposed a few times, but I thought he dealt with it well enough. Nothing had a very strong start, kind of. He didn't do bad, but we didn't see as much of him as the game went on. I feel like they were attacking the other side or pull Marie more directly. I didn't really have too big of a complaint with them. I love the midfielders looking to go forward, churning and looking to go forward immediately instead of just wide or backwards as the first option and just swinging side to side with no purpose. What I would like to see though, is if they get the ball deeper, I wanna see them carry the ball forward. Not every time, because sometimes we get exposed and I think that happened to Grey Goosh once or twice. But if we have the ball in their space, drive the team up with that and then pass. I'll create a lot more space and a lot more attacking options for us instead of just going for that long ball. Frontline looked great in the final third. It was really good pattern play, really connecting, starting to look like a team, really moving off each other. My two complaints would be one, starting with Christian Espinoza, can't just cross it in all the time. And then secondly, read the game. Read the game if we're up, play a bit more defensive. Don't have as high of a line, especially if it's near the end of the game. Help out so it's not a 2v1 situation for our fullbacks all the time. Really make it easier for our defense by creating that extra layer. That's just something simple we need to work on. I just found it hilarious whenever the, this Canadian team scored, the announcer would go, go, goal by blah, blah, blah. Thank you very much. And then the whole crowd would go, you're welcome. I just thought that was a fun little thing and a great little atmosphere to see, especially in MLS. But if you want to know more about the game highlights specifically, you can check out the Aftershock either on Instagram or our website or one of our YouTube pages. Now we can move on to something else. The negatives. My first negative of the game comes with Coach Kobe. I think he needed to make a change for... I, okay, well, he made a change to put... Craig Gushin for Romady when we went down a goal, which I like because it is more attacking and I like that he was looking to go forward, but I think he needs to make some defensive subs and Cavallini was a handful for us all night and there needed to be some tactical adjustment to deal with him or to at least try and make it go through someone else. So I would have liked to see that. And especially when Romady went off, yes, we got a little bit more attack and it really probably did help with the goals. Man, did it leave us open for counterattacks, and then we didn't have someone covering when one of the fullbacks or both the fullbacks were up, and it was a 2v3, 2v4 situation for Nothan and Calvo. So I would have liked to see something like that from, from Coach Covey. Two important points dropped. That is just the biggest negative of the game. It has to be. This is a must-win game for a team that needs points and dropped a lot early. We're dropping more now, and when it comes playoff time, we're going to look at it when we're six seven eight points short just short of the playoffs and we're like dang if we just would have picked up a couple points here or there so that's going to be very frustrating i don't want just matias to be the scapegoat yes we lost a lot of points with him and it probably was a problem but the thing is now God, we just got to pick up points in a very winnable game i'd like to see how we move forward with Romady. i think we have to have him in the lineup it stops the counterattacks. he wins fouls for us he does a lot of the dirty work and allows other players to go forward but when he's not on the pitch we have more attacking firepower and in the final third we seem better i mean versus new york i thought where was helping us and he really helps in the defensive end but i don't know if he can run for that long and 
man, it's just, it's it's crazy to see as soon as he left, that's really when Vancouver started to get all their chances. So trying to figure out that mid midfield, especially as trophies maybe start to come back and we see Yudson, maybe him and Romady will switch, which I would kind of like to see just uh, for 30 minute intervals at the end of games. But it'll be interesting to see how we blend all the midfielders. My next negative is Christian Espinosa. Can he do something other than cross it? Can he be creative? Can he go with people one-on-one? -on -one? Every time it just seems he's looking for the cross. Go for that shot. Go for the one-on-one -on -one play. Take it down the line. I want to see more from Christian Espinosa. I want to see more from our DP. Also, tactics as a whole from going up third. Why Florian Youngworth wasn't attacked on every single play is beyond me. He was clearly slower than everyone on the front line, and he likes to go in for those challenges. We know it. We've seen it. He's made us concede goals when he played for us. We should have exposed that and gone towards the more. Also, why didn't we go towards Godoy as soon as he had that yellow card? Really attack him as well. Get him that second yell. Make it uncomfortable. Make Flo or someone else have to get a yellow card. I feel like we could have really exposed that and we just didn't and we didn't take advantage of that. Now on to the positives. The positive is I love that Skane got into lineup. Yes, I know it was for literally one minute before added time was there, but he's proved himself. And I think that's really good by Coach Kovey to reward a player who's done well and been fighting hard to get any type of playtime. So really glad to see Jack Skane. And it's Skane, not Scan or Skahan or Skobababababa. It's Skane. Really glad to see Jack Skane get onto the field and get some time. The other ones are the final third connection. We're really starting to get there, starting to have pattern play, starting to play one, two, starting to move, starting to do some direct. That's been a great positive. And the front four is really starting to connect to each other, doing runs where Jabo starts to go in, opens up the right side, gives it to Christian. Christian gets the ball. Everyone starts to shift over to the right. Now the middle slash left is open. Who's there? Jabo. That goal was beautiful. Kate Cowell's pass to Jabo was beautiful. I love that we're doing pattern play, not just crossing it in and hoping. Our crosses feel like they're coming to good times and not just every time now, which I really love. Now for the unsung moment of the game. This is something that didn't really get too much talking about, but I thought was really vital. It was four minutes in. It was when Romady gets the ball. He turns, immediately plays it forward to Jackson, who dribbles forward, and then plays a lovely ball to Jabo, who's through on goal, and then Godoy has to foul him, or doesn't even really have to foul him, fouls him and he gets a yellow card. I feel like this really set the tempo of the game of playing through the middle, playing directly and looking to go forward, which we saw throughout the game and is a big change for the earthquakes and something that's been drastically needed. And even though we didn't really abuse it, gave Godoy, a center back, a yellow card early on. And now for the unsung player of the match, this has to go to Jackson Yule for me personally. Now, remember, this isn't the best player. This isn't someone who did this or that. This is just someone who I felt had an unsung game who really deserved some praise and didn't get it. I feel like it was Jackson Yule. Really looked to go for this game, really looked to play quick and didn't play as much long ball and won a couple balls for us. And he's been getting a lot of flack. And yes, I still want more from him, but it was really great to see him help the attack. And I think he was able to get Greg Goose to go forward, which would help with the passes or allowed Montero to go forward and really be more creative further up the pitch so he could do it more in the center, center positions. So I think it goes to Jackson Yule. My next thing for Jackson Ewell that I would have liked to see that I didn't see in this game that was a little frustrating, when he receives the ball in a deeper position and there's space in front of him, drive with it. Drive the team up while you have the ball there and then pass it. It will allow us to have further numbers up or more numbers further up and it will cause them to come further towards our defense, which will open up the play. So I think that would really help us if Jackson Ewell would carry the ball a little bit more versus when he gets a deep looking for that long ball or looking for something. If he has the space, take it. Ivan Lara has our first question of the day saying, I see the Quakes making the Open Cup final. What are your thoughts on it? Great question. 
Ah, oh, man, it's tough. I think we have the hardest side of the draw. Maybe not immediately, but the two LA teams are red hot in the league right now. And we're going to have to face the winner of them. Personally, I hope that LA Galaxy can beat LAFC. I think we have a better chance against the Galaxy than LAFC. So, and I think we're going to wash through Sacramento per usual. And it's going to be interesting to see when we get to that next round if it's going to be an A team from either of the LA teams or if it's going to be half and half or their full B team. I imagine we'd still have Bersano in. I see Skane still starting, I think as, as I think they should. But I think that's the real challenge. And if we get through that, I think we have a really good chance of at least making the final. RC Gonzalez 89, aka Nico. What's up, Nico? Asked, wants to have my take on what we need to fix to have our defense be better. Some people are saying put Barsano in instead of JT. Meanwhile, he thinks it's that line in front of JT. I'd have to agree with you. I think JT's been great. I think Matt's been great as well, but I don't think one is significantly better than the other. I think JT's earned his spot, at least through training. I think he's kept it. I think Barsano showed in the Open Cup he's deserved some games, but I think the real problem is mostly the team as a whole, as we've noticed around the 60, 70th minute. I'm not counting the Seattle game because that was first Cowboys first game in charge coach Kobe and he only had two days to work with them but after that most of our goals have been conceded 54 I think it's 54 57 and then everything else is 60th minute on so it's just a lack of focus and it's really hard to concentrate in that really defensive scheme and really just moving around and we lose that focus around 60 or 7 I think Paul Marie is really improved first 20 minutes of the game he's great after that he's just good and around 60 or 70 he gets tired bring on the sub, and then I think Marcos Lopez is prone to having a mistake here or there, nothing goes in a little reckless. I think we just we just lose laps in 60 to 70 minutes, so I think it's the line in front of him, and to improve, I think we just need to play more together, look at the film, and be, I'd just say, smarter, but just practice working on it, or we have to bring someone in, but I don't think that will help. I think just keep having this back line, get repetition after repetition after repetition, and I think it will really help. <laughs> I have a last guess with our final, uh, I guess, note. Wanted to show how Liverpool and Man City have conceded less goals than us already after their entire season. I think it's a bit different of a situation. I get they're playing higher competition, but they are also probably the two best teams in the world right now. So, but it is a very funny stat. Okay.